0: Okay, here we go. Let's call the brand. Bing bong boom. Bang bang boom. Bing bong. Mm-mm. Oh, not there. Is she there. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hey, what's up?
1: Oh, same old, same old.
0: Oh, that sounds like you're disappointed with what same old oh. is.
1: You know, just it's just been raining and raining and raining and raining and all it does here is rain, but it's fine.
0: Yeah, I was just out in Mississippi, so I was close. I was a little south of you, and it was raining and raining and raining and raining and raining.
1: What well, What were you doing there?
0: I was down in the sit playing some golf with some oh boy old college buddies. I see. And I tell you what, I so you-,
1: you skipped. The Emmys party yeah. that was your and Sarah's first date to play golf.
0: Yeah, I know. God. Oh, my God. If I'm being fair. Yes. So I couldn't go last year because of COVID. Okay. I mean, I could have, but because of Sarah's health, I didn't go, which was which uh-huh. a decision I was very happy to do, but it is a very big circle in my calendars every year. This is something I do with my old college buddies, and it's a really fun weekend. Uh-huh. So when this year rolled around, we had moved it because COVID moved, kind of fucked everything up. So when I got the dates, I came to my lovely fiance and I said, hey, the Who Cup is happening this weekend. Can I go? And she said, absolutely. Go have a great time. And then obviously like a couple of weeks beforehand, she was like, oh my God, the night before the Amy's party is coming up. We're going to go, right? And I was like, no, I'm going Mississippi. Like, I've already booked my ticket. I got a rental car. I got all the things. Mm-hmm. I guess all, what I'm saying is that, like, I felt really bad about it, but I guess I should have had that circled on my calendar that that's always the night before the Emmys party, but I don't know those things. I don't know those things. <laughs> I'm a boy.
1: <laughs> right, right. Men cannot be trusted to remember special dates. We know this.
0: Yeah. <sighs> is the, is the, Are the Emmys... I guess the, the Emmys are always the same time, huh?
1: I think so, but I don't know for sure.
0: Anyways, I screwed up, but... She had a great. She actually ended up having a great time because she had like a girls' night. She took like one of her. Mm-hmm. She took like one of her best friends, and she like started some dance party. I, she just tell a story. She like started some dance party with like all the badass bitches in Hollywood, and like
1: oh, love that. Yeah,
0: she was like fist bumping and just doing it, but she looked good. Well, was, she
1: looked. She looked good. No, it's a bummer. And she always dude. does, but like, damn girl. No, I
0: know. I know. So thanks for opening with that, me being a bad (laughs) fiance. I'll go next
1: year. You'll make up for it, I'm sure.
0: Surely we'll figure something out. Surely. I'm taking her to Africa. Does that count? It's pretty good. Right? Yeah. Actually, she bought her plane ticket, but I'm paying for the trip. Very excited to hang out, speak Afrikaans.
1: She's never been, huh?
0: She's never been. Pretty cool. And this is... Albeit a scary thought to go to Africa during these uncertain times. It's like, first of all, you vaxxed, relaxed, boosted. (laughs) We're good to go. And also like life bucket list check. You got to go to Africa. Like, I don't know when we're going to get another opportunity to go to Africa. It's true. So we're going to go live our best life down in the Southern Hemisphere in Cape Town, Brew. I'm all for it. How you doing? You're just sitting in rainy Nashville.
1: Yeah, I've just been in the rain, days on end, just holding out for that perfect fall weather that we only get for like five days a year. But it's coming up in just a few days, a few more days of rain. We'll have some fall weather. It's going to be worth it.
0: Is that your favorite season?
1: Absolutely. What's your favorite season?
0: I do enjoy fall, I suppose. I think I'm more of a spring boy. Really? I, must, I might be a <laughs> spring boy because here's the thing. Spring technically is also May and May is around my birthday.
1: Uh-huh. You love your birthday? I just like
0: the idea, I like the idea of like summer is upon us, we're no longer like wearing all these like chunky knits and. I love a chunky knit. Every girl loves a chunky knit, it's their favorite thing <laughs> in the world, soup, yeah. pumpkin spice, everything, a chunky knit. I don't knit, love
1: that, I don't love pumpkin spice.
0: Lifetime hallmark.
1: I don't like Christmas those movies. I just love to be cozy and bundled up. I love a fire going in the house. I love
0: leggings. Like, so you don't have to shave your legs yeah, for an entire season.
1: I'm telling you, there's a lot of perks.
0: Would you consider fall part of October? Yes,
1: I would. Yeah. When does it when when does it become
0: winter? November's winter, right? No.
1: It doesn't even become winter until like late December. So that's, I feel
0: like that's ridiculous. In my mind, May is summer because that's when summer break happened, but it's technically but I don't not. I think it is. I know, but that's yeah. we're wrong about that.
1: <laughs> Are we?
0: <laughs> yeah, we're wrong about that. Like winter. you
1: asking them to change the dates of the seasons
0: for you. Yeah, listen to me, guys. I give good advice all the time. When I go skiing, a lot of times it's in November. If I'm going skiing, that's winter time. End of story. I don't think. No?
1: November still seems like fall to me.
0: Yeah. Thanksgiving
1: okay. and pumpkins and leaves and yeah, it's no, you're wrong.
0: Okay. Well, December especially is winter.
1: December for sure. December, January, Feb, freezing, miserable, cold winter.
0: Yeah. I think, that. okay, I'll give you, I'll give you that. Thanksgiving's at the end of November and Thanksgiving, the colors are all fall. It's oranges mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. burnt oranges and browns and beiges yes. and pumpkins, spiced, everything. But then once yep. you turn the corner and you start putting yeah. you start putting up Christmas trees, mm-hmm. fake snow, that's that's winter. Winter. I don't make the rules, guys. I'm just calling like a season and that's winter. You're right. And guess what? May 1, that's summer. It's the I beginning I don't think. It's the beginning <laughs> of summer. That's when we got out of school. It was always like around the beginning of May and we had May, June, July.
1: And then August school started back.
0: August started back up like middle of August.
1: Yeah, you've put a lot of thought into this. Should we start the show?
0: Let's do it. I think it's you. Yeah? I don't know. Does it matter anymore?
1: Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with...
0: Wells and Brandy.
1: Oh, wow. I gotta say.
0: hmm Say it.
1: Paradise was dramatic this week. Really? Yeah.
0: I kind of didn't love this episode.
1: Oh, I did. They're like... People were trying to like home wreck here and there. Loved that. We got to saw some like raw motion. See some raw emotion when Kendall went home. Yeah. Girl was devastated. And then ending it on the cliffhanger with my boy Ivan out here causing some drama. Yeah. That's an unexpected twist. I didn't see coming.
0: Let me tell you something. Things are about to. I, I was bummed that it ended where it ended because. This rose ceremony, so I don't even remember it happening during the daytime. So it went a long time because I remember I didn't go down there until it was like much darker out. I'll tell you what, this rose ceremony is the craziest one we have by far. And it's not even close. Whoa. So what's coming up in the next episode is the, the, unless they cut it. And it's weird because they're not promoing what happens, which is Hmm. very weird to me. But they can't cut it because it's just such a big part of the story. But what happens in the next episode is the most dramatic thing. <laughs> but it is—it's the thing that I kept on being like. I know you guys think that this is dramatic, this is dramatic, but it's not. The, the, what happens in the next episode is the thing that is the most dramatic. What? Mm-hmm. What could it be? That's why I was bummed where we were ending. I was like, oh, we're gonna get to the rose ceremony. Oh my god. Okay. Well, here we go. And then it ended. Really, really before the rose. Well, before the cocktail party really started. Cause, I mean the cocktail party was at night. They just started it very early. because We were worried about weather. Again, mm-hmm. this is maybe a part of the problem that I have. Like, but I also with the other shows I do this too. Like, once the show gets seriously like lovey dovey, I'm like I'm out. You know, I like the yeah. comedy yeah. of it all. And this is this episode to me was like very much Joe and Serena saying I love you, mm-hmm. Riley and Marissa saying I love you, Kenny and Mari saying love you. And then I'm like ah. Hey, we need some drama. We need some comedy.
1: My first question: mm-hmm. When they evacuate everybody for the storm, how long were you guys evacuated for?
0: Basically a night, I want to say. That's um, it. Yeah, and what's interesting is that the the there was a hurricane warning that came through, and I was like, "We're in Mexico. This is not the hurricane area. Like, well, we're right. on the we're on the west coast of Mexico." But there was a hurricane warning that comes came in, and and so I remember the call came through because it sucks. It happens every year where we'll try to do a rose ceremony when a big storms come, storms coming through, and it sucks. And we and we really can't finish because once there's electricity in the air, we have to shut everything down because there's a lot of lights and cameras and poles, metal poles, and well, a lot of wires run everywhere. So we have to shut mm-hmm. down for a long time. So a lot of times, you know, we'll shut down for like four hours— and then it'll be like, okay, let's try to fit this thing in with an hour and a half to go. But really, we need like three acts of television, and we're not going to do it. You know, it's becomes a thing. So it's funny those three people. There's a guy named Louis, the guy who talks, and then Peter Geist, who's a dear friend of mine, and then Nicole. Those are the three EPs, and they come come in and they kind of tell everyone like, hey, we got to leave. And it mainly was because we didn't want to have to like hustle to try to finish the night. Mm-hmm. All right, let's just get out of here. And it gave everyone a little bit of a kind of a day off, which I think that the show needed. One of the big things that I think a lot of people think causes drama in reality TV is alcohol. And I wholeheartedly disagree with that, not because I'm the bartender, but because when you get drunk, sometimes you just get tired and you're just like, whatever, I don't care, you know? And that's not good. The thing that I think that makes you the most dramatic is when you are well-rested. Because if you're feeling good, you got energy to fight with people.
1: (laughs) That's a good point.
0: So it was like, maybe let's just give everyone like a little bit of a break. You know, like, let's just get out of here. I'm
1: assuming they like evacuated you guys out of there and put you guys in a hotel.
0: Yeah. So it's back at the Ibero Star, which is where the crew stays for the most part, except for like myself and the kind of like really high up EPs and producers. So, it's like where the cast stays when they're waiting to come on the show. Right. So, everyone just got a room because they bought out that resort. And so, everyone just went back there, got a room, kind of, we separated everybody. I
1: was wondering that, like, did people, were people allowed to like share rooms or anything like that?
0: Well, obviously, Joe and Serena can't share a room.
1: Right. Got it.
0: But, like, you know that Aaron and James are sharing a room because those guys are fucking tied at the hip. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, the guys shared rooms. Also, like, kind of be accountable for, someone else because you know sometimes people want to leave and they shouldn't you know they'll try to escape and Uh they'll try to you know fucking go to the bar or something and it might have been a thing where we evacuated and then went to the abero star it might have been like we just stayed at the abero star for the entire day and then the next day brought everyone back and like started it up i can't really remember but it was only really once there was no storm really hit we were like let's go back finish the show Mm -hmm. we were so far ahead of schedules in terms of acts of television that we'd made it it didn't really put us behind i see good shit's about to happen Mm mm-hmm
1: Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee, so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back.
0: That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code favorite at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code favorite thing. Let's just go through it. So it starts out with the Joe and... uh, Kendall of it all I mean do you think that Kendall's still in love with him or do you think that she just like didn't have anybody else and she realized that and she was like I gotta bail
1: I think she probably still thinks she's in love with him for sure I think I think to me it seems like she came onto paradise thinking she was easily gonna get him back yeah that's what I think I think she thought I'm gonna go back to where we met feelings are gonna fly and I'm gonna get him right back Mm -hmm. I mean I was glad to see Joe stand his ground a little bit right and and not just, like, fall for that. Because I'm sure that was probably tough. I mean, Kendall's great. Kendall's beautiful. They're they're in the same place they met. Like, that was probably really hard to resist, like, feeling those feelings. But I kind of feel, like, good for Joe for being able to recognize the fact that, like, what he has with Serena is really great and not to let, like, an old thing ruin, like, a new opportunity. Because it's really easy, especially, I think, being there where they met, to probably only remember the good times, right? Mm -hmm. But, like... If you really can be objective about it and step back from it, and he's probably, I I could probably say like, you know what, like it wasn't what I had obviously wasn't as great as I thought if we couldn't make it work. And I don't know, I was happy to see him like, not cave to that and let her go. And then like, he seems really confident with Serena. I think it's great.
0: I think she's just a victim of timing bad circumstances because I do think that she'd found somebody. It might've been a little bit different, but you know, having to see Joe and Serena and seeing like his relationship growing so quickly in spite of her almost. Yeah. I think that was probably pretty tough. And I think it was like the I right think, yeah. move for her to go. I'm not sure if, you know, I think she had like a little fling with Ivan, but like it wasn't big enough for her to like stick around. And everyone knows that like, we're kind of coming to the end of the show. I felt for her. I did. I also felt bad for Serena because it's like they do that, like this super romantic thing, and then she goes and steals him. I'm sure Serena's just like, Jesus Christ, is this ever going to end? Luckily for her, it does. And then, so what's the next thing? Then, is it more? Well, then
1: the two newbies come in: Damar.
0: Yeah, and um, and he looks like Sylvester Stallone. Ed, Ed. 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 Ed.
1: Thank you. So they come in, and I was shocked. To see Marissa flaunt off with Demar so quickly. I know. I was scared for a minute. I was scared for a minute for Riley.
0: Yeah, I was too. I didn't really know that those conversations happened. I also didn't know that she was like specifically like when Demar comes, I'm like rip and ready to roll. I was like, whoa. Yeah, who
1: knew? Well, apparently hey. Becca knew.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: Apparently she was telling the girls. So uh. that scared me for a minute. Thank God he took Chelsea on the date instead, you know? I think the good thing about it, was obviously we hadn't really seen that Marissa was having any sort of second thoughts about Riley like all you see is that they're in love and stuff so for that to have brought up her saying like you know he's really good at showing me that he that he cares and like doing things right like he's about the all about the actions but he's not using his words to tell her what she needs to hear and it's you know that's a really big thing like Yeah, there's five love languages, but I feel like people – you can really break down whether somebody needs, like, words of affirmation or, like, actions. Like, whether – that's how – you know, people either, like, feel love either one of those ways, like, pretty strongly. And so, like, if she needs to hear words of affirmation and he's just not telling her anything, that's kind of a big deal. So it was a good reason to, like, bring it up to him, and he he was – shockingly, he was able to come to the party – and tell her how he felt, which I think was great.
0: I mean, in all fairness, though, I don't even know if what she wanted was words of affirmation. She just wanted him to be vulnerable. Or at least that's what he ended up doing. I mean, he mm-hmm. did did tell her that, you know, he's feeling very strongly about her and everything. But really what he did was he opened up about his, like, relationship with his father and his mother and, like, the difficulties that lie in that relationship. And that was the thing that like Marissa needed. was like, Oh, you are more complex than like biceps and, you know, legal briefs, I suppose.
1: So I don't know. We'll see. I'm not like, uh I'm not as sold on them as I was. Yeah. Like, uh, But we'll see. Like I still, I think they've definitely still got a shot to make it work for sure. Who did Ed take on the date? Natasha. Super weird. Would have never put those two together, but I feel like Natasha had a great time.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, what's funny about that date was that, little area was right next to where my room was and oh and so I kind of watched it randomly I was like out of my window like
1: okay creep
0: they were at my pool okay that was my little casita's pool and they were like Uh on the on this like little patio above it so it made it so I couldn't have a pool day with myself you know oh no listen your boy needs his pool day he's gotta look do
1: you he's gotta look you got a whole ocean
0: I can't go down there because they're filming down there
1: Can't go anywhere
0: because they're filming everywhere. I know. Speaking of like they, <laughs> I remember early early on, they were like, okay, so we have this room for you. It's really nice. Um, it's like right next next door to set. The only thing is it's like one of the nicest rooms in the resort. So there's a chance we might have to use it for a fantasy suite. So at the end, you might have to leave. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, I get to sit there and watch from the corner. <laughs> You're such a freak. <laughs> And just remember, no eye contact, no eye contact while I watch you guys in your fantasy suite. And, of course, they were like, all right, you're a creep ball. And no, but that never happened. And that was also your a joke. Guts. I mean, that I did say that as a joke. Of course, I would never do that, but it was funny. The one thing that I get a lot from people who are watching the show is like, oh, I don't like Kenny and Mari. Kenny seems oh, really? kind of boring. And, and, you know, Mari made all these mistakes. Yeah, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, like a lot of people, I feel like, say that. And I'm always just like, I'll do give. Give them a break, give them a second, give them a beat, because I really like them. I do, too. Okay, so you're on board with Ke- the Kenny and Mari situation.
1: They're both just like a little off, <laughs> which makes them work together really well.
0: Weirdos you really know what I mean? do well together.
1: Yeah, there's just something about the two of them where they're both just in la-la land or something, just enough that I feel like they're really good together.
0: That makes me feel good. I don't
1: better. know. Did I love the idea of eating tacos off of someone's naked body can't say that i did thought that was pretty weird strawberries and whipped cream sure chocolate cake sure cinnamon rolls great churros love it Uh tacos weird
0: and also not even fish tacos because if you're eating something on someone's body usually it's their fish taco (laughs) oh we got it in
1: (sighs) literally (laughs) um <laughs> it was very odd.
0: It was, but like they're all those all the dates are odd, you know?
1: I know. I just like like ABC just continues to like push yeah. the limits where I'm like is this network television still or yeah. w- have we gone HBO over here? Some risque.
0: Why not? It's nuts. Do you think that they're going to get engaged? I
1: actually think they might. It's okay. weird. It was interesting to like hear Kenny. You know, he's so like just not the brightest crown in the box, right? Like he's just a man of few words. And so it was really interesting to hear him. Did you say crown? Crayon?
0: Crayon. Okay. Did you say crayon? some people call them crayons.
1: No, crayon?
0: Crayon or crayon?
1: No, crayon.
0: Okay. poll on Instagram. Is it crayon or crayon?
1: something tells me it depends on where you're from
0: yeah probably so Continue. but
1: it was interesting because he he clearly he's 40 right we get it they plastered yeah. under his name every time he's on screen when really he's 40 yeah. I mean he flat out said like I've never made you know a, a relationship and wanting kids or anything a priority mm-hmm. but he really kind of said you know Mari has changed those things like Mari has kind of opened up my eyes to like settling down and is in so many words he like really said that and so i was like damn like is he like really just having to come to jesus right now and is he gonna pop the question and honestly he freaking should if he's 40 like time's a ticking and I, and it ain't getting any better than mari like she's hot as hell you know what i mean like mm-hmm. swooper
0: i agree with that okay so then let's let's rewind the reels a little bit because we went through all the relationship do you think that riley and marissa are get engaged i don't know no huh
1: I would have said yes, but something about her just like you know, like all ready to go uh, talk to Demar. I, for some reason, I feel like that's gonna like put a red flag in Riley's mind, mm-hmm. like make him back off a bit.
0: And then, what do you think about grocery store Joe and Serena?
1: I don't, I don't know if I can see him proposing, but mm-hmm. I could definitely see them like leaving together. Don't skip the Tia thing. I was really, really shocked and impressed that she kind of stopped herself and was like, yeah, she's all, my vagina loves what's his face, mm-hmm. tattoo guy. Yeah. But hey, when I've listened to my vagina in the past and gone for the bad guy, it never works out. Maybe I should give the good guy a chance. Like I'm actually, I actually really love seeing her like make that choice, right? And like make that distinction and be like, you know what, I've been down the bad boy road and they fucking suck because men are trash. Mm-hmm. You know, my vagina might not be tingling for box guy, but you know what? He's pursuing me. He's making some effort. He's being intentional. That's the kind of man you want in your life.
0: I agree. I mean, I don't think that Taddy Daddy did anything really wrong. (laughs) I think he got a little railroaded.
1: I agree. But I also he seems like the kind of guy and I know a lot of them Uh that just feel like um, like almost like entitled to the girl they want. Like like it's just going to be easy for them. Like, oh, I'll get her. It's no big deal. Like she I got this. You know what I mean? And feel like they don't need to put the effort in. He just seems like maybe one of those guys.
0: I can see that. To be fair, every single guy on that beach is one of those guys. They're all very good yeah. looking and probably haven't really had a problem. But yeah, that was an interesting conversation that she had. I think she went, I thought she went like a little hard on him. But listen, I don't, I'm not privy to every conversation. And you're right. Box guy did set up that cute little date of I painted a picture of like my hometown landscape and your shitty home with only one stoplight. So
1: <laughs> he's like, wiener, is it? Weener, Arkansas? Yeah, Is that yeah, right? Yeah. She's like, yep. Yeah. I don't even think she likes Box Guy at all. No. I think it's just the principle yeah. of the situation. The principle of like.
0: Just making a point.
1: Making a point. Yeah.
0: You know? I know. Poor Box Guy. For every rose ceremony, be like, James, you're still here. How the <laughs> fuck are you still here? Yeah, not, I don't know. Not to say that he might say this n- upcoming week, but like, we've gotten to the point now where every week I'm astonished. That James mm-hmm. figured out some way to stick around. It's nuts. Yeah. I mean, how are you feeling about Ivan? The James Aaron bromance is so funny because it's like, oh, yeah, you're Rose Chasing. It's like, well, James, you're doing that to a T of it, like, whatever, mm-hmm. it's fine. And he's like, you should do something about it. And fucking Aaron's like, I will. <laughs> Aaron, by the way, is like one of the funniest guys. And I, I didn't realize he was so funny until I've been hearing his interviews, but like, so good. An interview. Are you mad at Ivan for getting some Chelsea?
1: I'm not at all. Here's what I'm mad at: don't pretend to be a good guy, loyal friend. I'd never do that to you, bro. And then go and do that. Just don't, don't even pretend. Don't even say that you wouldn't go after a girl and you know what I mean like that was the mistake was saying I'm not trying to go after someone's girl like don't say that if there's a possibility that you're gonna you know what I mean that yeah. was kind of the mistake for me like is playing the, the I'm such a good dude uh you know I got you bro like would never do that to you just don't do that yeah because if he hadn't said that it like we would have all been like get it i your girl you know because we all want him to get a girl like we love him mm-hmm. but it just it doesn't sit right after you hear him say that and then immediately go swoop chelsea i feel that that's the thing anyways but so i what, think they're cute as hell together
0: yeah beautiful aaron being like i'm gonna smack that beer right off his face <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, it's too good.
0: Yeah. yeah. I guess you're right. I think it was a good episode, but because I know what's coming, I didn't, I don't think it's a good episode. Like I thought that the last episode was really good. Yeah. This one was just like so low dovey I was like, eh, whatever, you know?
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Anything else on Bachelor?
1: <sighs> I think that's all I got. The
0: BIP? Yeah, same with me. If you're barely holding on to this season, just stick around one more episode. And then if you're not completely like just god smacked by its craziness, then you can exit stage left. But I think that the next episode everyone's be just absolutely blown away. Also, the next episode is when I am the host, so, you know, stick
1: around. Oh, I was going to say I I did out of all these guest hosts they've had, Lil Jon is my fave. 100%.
0: I love Lil Jon. I hate him doing the uh, VO on the show. Like, I, 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 I can't stand it. And I would tell it to his face. And I'll tell, like, Rob Mills and Mike Fleiss this too. It makes it sound like I'm about to watch a fucking WWE wrestling match. And I'm like, what's happening? That's true. You know, it's like, this week on Bachelor in Paradise. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Why I get smacked in my dick by fucking this angry voice, Lil Jon? Oh, John, my God. I can't. That's the only thing. It's just... Okay. Too much. It's very MTV, and yeah, I could see that. I'm not. That's not what I'm watching. You know.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Well, you know. Hopefully, I'm gonna be your favorite celebrity host. Oh yeah. Hopefully. Probably that won't celebrity. be celebrity uh, host. Probably not. Oh. Okay. Well, that's fine.
1: You got some fave things, bro?
0: I do. So I finally started clickbait.
1: I have two episodes left.
0: Oh, you do? I'm only three in.
1: Okay. I feel like it gets. A little better when you hit like four and five.
0: Okay. I like it so far. I think my only complaint about clickbait is, I don't know if it's the acting that's bad or if it's the writing that's bad. Hmm. I'm not sure. Sometimes when I watch it, the dialogue almost seems like it's a show on Netflix that's been dubbed over from another language where you're like, it's like a little off, but you're like, okay, I understand what's going on. Amazing premise. I still am like I got to watch another episode. So I was when we were traveling, I downloaded three episodes and I was like, "Sarah, please go watch these three episodes cuz when I come back, I want to start on 4. Like I don't want to wait." Mm-hmm. Of course, she didn't. That's what she's doing right now. <laughs> Hurry up. I was trying to think of like who done it here. The wife. Mm, don't I don't love. I know.
1: She's not my favorite.
0: I don't love the wife and I and I think that maybe I'm supposed to not love the wife to push me away from the reality Uh of the
1: thing. I could see that too. Here's the thing though. Yeah. Because of the way, and you're only in three, so maybe you haven't really like, it hasn't like hit you that they're doing this yet, but they literally like introduce new people every episode. And it's like, just when you think you're getting somewhere, you're like, wait, who's this? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like a totally different part of the storyline that you didn't even know. And it just like, you're, then you're like, God, I thought I was figuring it out. Now I'm back at square one. And it, you keep doing that literally every episode. You also start, start to realize that as they introduce a lot of these new characters, you're kind of seeing the story from their perspective. Yeah. Like the way it starts the episodes and it's like the wife or the sister or the brother or however they do that. It's like really interesting. And I still don't know what's going on. Like I don't freaking know. And and the thing I really like about it, you kind of go back and forth, deciding like if uh, what's Adrian Granny Gren- whatever his name is. What's his character's name? Nick. Nick, you kind of like go back and forth like, oh, Nick's the victim. Oh, no, he's not. Oh, wait, Nick is kind of the victim. Now he's not. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. they really pull you back and forth on like whether he's the the bad guy or not. It's it's pretty good.
0: It's got a very, even though the storylines are completely different, for whatever reason, it's got a very Gone Girl vibe to it. Mm-hmm. I will say this. The, the oldest son He's on his computer, like, gaming so much, like, messaging people. I'm like, you're involved somehow in this weird world of, like, catfishing people for sure. Oh, yeah, though. for sure. And obviously, the cop is, like, way too invested in all this. So I'm a little I confused know. about him. And, like, he was married, but now he's not. And he's on dating sites. I'm like, it's what's, weird. what's going on here? But anyways, uh, I mean, I will circle back around, but really enjoying clickbait.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. I haven't watched it yet, but, you know, they just came out with season two of The Morning Show.
0: Oh, uh, no. Sarah's oh, very excited. God.
1: I got to watch it. I love that show.
0: Did you watch any of, and I know what you're going to say, but did you watch any of the Emmys? I did not. What I learned this year was Ted Lasso is the greatest television show ever. And I've, I've been heard sa- that. I've been saying that forever. So I knew that one. The Crown is very good. Well, I enjoyed The Crown as well and, you know, whatever. So, I was on that one. The Queen's Gambit was very good. Yeah, told you about that. I uh, know, I know. Yeah. Mayor of Easttown, you were set up that one for sure.
1: Loved that one.
0: The one that everyone, I feel like, was like the big surprise of the year this year, but won a bunch of stuff is it is the show called Hacks.
1: It's called Hacks? H-A-C-K-S? Yeah. I've never even heard of that.
0: It's an HBO Max show, and here's the tag. Explores a dark mentorship that forms between Deborah Vance, a legendary Las Vegas comedian, and an entitled outcast 25-year-old. Do you remember the show Designing Women? (laughs) No. No. As I'm old. Deborah Vance, the lead, is played by Gene Smart, who was on a show called Designing Women. And so she's like a stand-up comedian in Vegas, I guess. And she's kind of older. And I think she's got like a new like writer understudy under her. And hmm. I think that's what the show is about, like that dynamic. Everyone like loved it. It won a bunch of awards. So it's like, okay, gotta get on hacks, I guess. Guess so. Let's just go through all of the winners. For best drama. Here's what we had. The Crown won. Then you had mm-hmm. The the Boys, which we've talked about. Bridgerton, which you've talked about. Handmaid's Tale, which you talked Love. about a lot. Lovecraft Country, which I talked uh, about.
1: Yeah, I never saw that.
0: Pretty good. The Mandalorian, which I talked about. Pose, which that's Billy Porter's show. Everyone oh. knows. And then This Is Us. Best Comedy Series. The winner, Ted Lasso, said that. Mm-hmm. Uh Blackish was in there. Didn't win. Cobra Kai talked about that. Emily in Paris, you talked about that. Hacks just talked about it. Flight Attendant, we both talked about it. The convincing method, we did not talk about the convincing method, but is apparently a very good show. Really? And then Pen 15, which I talked about long time ago.
1: Long time ago.
0: Yeah. So that's it. So, like like we've done we've done a pretty good job of keeping you guys abreast, boobs, of like good shows. <laughs> hmm And I've got another one for you. Inspiration four. Have you heard about that? No. Okay, so I just started watching this today, and I ripped, ripped through like five episodes of it. I cried a lot. It is the most inspiring documentary I've seen in a very long time. So, and it's because I like space, whatever. So SpaceX, you know, they just sent four just normal people into space for 11 oh, days. Oh, yeah.
1: Did they do that?
0: They did it, and they just splashed down. And so they're fine, I guess. But wow. they they made a documentary, it's on Netflix, called Countdown Inspiration for Mission to Space. And it's about the four people that they send up there and why they send them up there. Here's the tag. A trailblazing mission captured in near real time as four crew members make history in the first all-civilian mission into orbit. They have to choose these four people. So the first guy they choose is the captain, and it's this guy named Jared. Who is a billionaire? He's like the guy who I think patented the magnetic strip on credit cards, I think. And oh
1: my gosh, yeah, that's crazy. But he's
0: also like a crazy pilot, like so much of a crazy pilot that, like, he I think he flies with like the Blue Angels or something. He is legit an actual pilot. And then they have to go through all right, so who else should go? You know, there needs to be someone, the definition of a leader, the definition of hope, the definition of charity the definition of resilience or something. This whole thing is kind of like predicated around trying to raise money for St. Jude, which is pretty cool. Not to give too much away from it, but like the girl that's like for like resilience or whatever, she was a a child who had leg cancer or something, went to St. Jude's, like had to fight, lost all her hair. They had to cut out a lot of her leg. They had to do all this weird stuff to her leg. Anyways, she beats cancer and is like so touched by all the people at St. Jude, she decides to become a nurse and guess where she works now at St. Jude's like it's come full circle now she's helping kids with cancer and you're like oh my god it's amazing the next thing was for generosity they had to find somebody so they did an ad on during the super bowl and said if you donate right now to St. Jude you could possibly go to space so there's some random guy did it and they get to get call later and he's like you're going to space like, what okay no
1: way yeah
0: And then this other woman, it was like kind of like a viral sensation thing. You had to make a video, have it kind of go viral. And she was this woman who's got a PhD, she's a doctor, she's an ex-pilot. She tried to become an astronaut like years ago, got down to the last five, but then didn't make the team or whatnot. So now she's like 50, she's a woman of color, and she gets in. And then it's like about them bonding and figuring out how to go to space together and like having to learn all this stuff, do this centrifuge. Every episode's more touching than the last. They kind of sell you on the whole thing because obviously a lot of people are like, hey, billionaires, Stop fucking going to space. Why are you trying to colonize Mars when we got this world getting fucked up? Like, why don't you spend some of that money? And so it's a lot of Elon Musk being like, yeah, I agree with that. I think that 99% of our money should fix the Earth. But like maybe 1% should be the backup plan, Mars, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Countdown inspiration for Mission to Space. Like, if you need a good cry and feel kind of good about society in general, it's so good.
1: All right. Love that. You know what I have? to watch what i just got a notification that the new season of succession is coming out oh
0: when it's not
1: i don't not i don't know i the notification but it's coming out soon and i've never started
0: it <gasps> oh i'm so I jealous know. of what? you you get to you get to
1: <laughs> <laughs> i gotta start it
0: dude this
1: is the sign
0: this is gonna be hard to say because game of thrones was important in my life Oof. but it might be okay. i might like it more than game of thrones
1: there's no way. Dude,
0: I'm telling you, it's just so good. I'd love to go back and do that.
1: Really? Wow. All right.
0: Returns October 17th.
1: All right. So we got about a month.
0: Yeah, do it. Get in there. Get caught up. Get going. I watched a movie that I really enjoyed a lot. It's called Beckett.
1: What's that about?
0: The main character is the guy that was in Black Klansmen. He was also in Tenet.
1: I never watched Tenet. I got to watch that too.
0: It's kind of... Out there, but I know it's good. He is Denzel Washington's son. His name's John David Washington, and so he's the lead. He got a girlfriend named April, who's played by Alicia candor who is like the new Laura Croft. Mm-hmm. So they're in Greece during kind of this like Grecian uproar, and there's like a lot of political activism and riots and marches and stuff so they kind of leave Athens and they like go up into the mountains to kind of like get away from everything kind of enjoy the rest of their trip and they're driving to like an Airbnb or a bed and breakfast somewhere kind of late at night and April falls asleep and then Beckett ends up falling asleep he goes off the road they drive down a cliff they run into this house knock through the, the side of the house and unfortunately Beckett's girlfriend dies and that to be honest with you, that was a hard thing to watch because I just kept, like, putting myself in his shoes. God, that would be so freaking heartbreaking. As he's stuck in the car and realizing his girlfriend's dead, he's, like, looking through the windshield and he sees this little boy, this little red-headed boy and this woman. He's like, help me, help me, and the little boy gets, like, grabbed by the woman they run away. Eventually, he gets rescued and, yes, unfortunately, the woman dies. And then all of a sudden, people start trying to kill him. The police officers are trying to kill him, and there seems like there's some mafia trying to kill him. And it's just Beckett running for his life through Greece for the entire movie. He's getting stabbed, he's getting shot, he's getting, having to jump off cliffs and trees. Why is this poor guy just getting trying to get killed? Like his girlfriend just died, and it, it takes a while. And all of a sudden, you start to figure out like what is going on, and. Really fast paced, high octane, a lot of anxiety. Jeez Louise, what is this movie all about? So, if you just want a movie where you're just white knuckle in the couch the entire time, pretty good. And I will say, this guy, he's been in a lot of big movies, and you know, there might be a little nepotism going on, but he's, mm. been, he's a very <laughs> good actor. So, there okay, you go. Beckett, it's on Netflix.
1: That sounds good.
0: Yeah, I think you like it. I finished the uh, A Town Call Discovery book. I enjoyed it a lot. The ending annoyed me, but it obviously set up, sets up for like, the next book, so like, this is like a series. If you are into time travel, fixing big problems in history and also like a lot of fighting and sexiness, uh, A Town Called Discovery, not a bad not a bad read, all right? Not a bad read. Okay. And with that being said, um, I've jumped into a new book.
1: Oh, wow, you just so much free time.
0: No, I'm just, I take this job seriously. <laughs>
1: Thank God one of us does.
0: So Stephen (laughs) King came out with a new book.
1: What's it called? I feel like I might have seen it uh, at the airport recently.
0: Yeah, it's called Billy Summers. This is kind of a departure from the thriller, horror, gore thing that Stephen does. But I'm not hating it. I'm really early in from legendary storyteller Stephen King. Whose relentless imagination is a power that cannot be contained, comes a thrilling new novel about a good guy in a bad job. So basically, Billy Summers is a hitman, but he's got a rule that he only kills bad guys. So it's a little dexter, I suppose. You know. Mm-hmm. It's a tale as old as time. It's like done in the Stephen King prose or whatnot, and I'm like maybe a hundred pages in, but I'm like, you know, I like all Stephen King stuff. So anyways, I'm going to come back with you on that. But let's be fair. This guy doesn't write bad shit.
1: I'm about halfway through that Andrea Bart's book I was talking about a couple weeks ago. And? It's pretty good. It's about these two girls are like best friends and they tra- they like travel together. It's like their thing. And you find out a little ways in that they actually killed a guy on one of their trips. <laughs> So um, I know they like totally like killed a guy, ditched his body and like never told anyone. So I'm kind of just diving into that whole thing. have no idea how that's going to pan out, but it's pretty good. Nice. Love a good murder story.
0: I mean, you know, you got any musics?
1: Oh, tell me. You've listened to the new Casey Musgraves album.
0: Well, we listened to a little bit of it last time.
1: We listened to one song last time. like I guess it was her single.
0: I listened to Simple Times. The whole
1: times. album. The whole album is phenomenal. Oh, nice. I love it.
0: Do you want me to play some more of it? Or what do you want me to do?
1: Yeah. Um. So a lot of the songs are sad because, you know, she went through a divorce mm-hmm. and... It was some sad times. So, if we don't want to play a super sad song, the song Breadwinner is re- is good and it's upbeat. I really like that one. I also like What Doesn't Kill Me.
0: Okay, which one do you want me to do?
1: Play Breadwinner. I think it's a good one to play. Put up with how he treats you You're gonna give it all And give it all But you won't get
0: it back ugh. I'm, telling you I'm sure Rustin Kelly loves that one
1: You know it ugh. The whole album's about him I mean
0: damn I'm sure People who don't know this uh, Casey Musgraves was married to another Musician in Nashville named Rustin Kelly Whom I knew for a while And uh Ugh Okay. (laughs) Uh, understood got it cool (laughs) i don't think this is new i don't listen to enough black pumas but like i really like this song and so i'm I'm sure i'm just like way late on this but this is a song called colors and i heard it the other day and i was like god it's so good i'm ready to town 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 Had you heard that Black Pumas song? No, I haven't. Oh, okay, good. I don't feel like a total loser. But anyways, that's called Colors Mm -hmm. by Black Pumas.
1: The other one I was looking for was... uh... We've played him before, James Vincent McMorrow. He's he, the stuff he's been putting out is more upbeat than what he's done in the past and honestly I'm kind of here for it. I mean I love his sad shit and this whatever like the like slower stuff but this one's called Planes in the Sky and it's gets really good. I like it a lot.
0: I like that. It's a vibe, right? Yeah, it's good. Yep. I kind of was digging on this. This is a band called Dayglow. Have you ever heard of them?
1: It sounds familiar.
0: I really like this song called Medicine. So check it out. Anyways, that's Day Song's called Medicine. It's off a new record. Well, it came out, yeah, it came out this year called uh, Harmony House. All right. Very
1: Wells. It's a very Wells track.
0: Yeah, that means it's cool. That's um, it? Yeah, that's what it means. That's exactly what it means. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, well, you got anything coming up?
1: I am in a wedding this coming weekend. Yeah. That should be super fun. Cool, cook, cook. And then uh, beyond that, Miley's playing ACL. I don't know which weekend I'm going to go yet, but I'm going to go one of them. I might be playing a show after her show at ACL. So when, when is that? Maybe TBD.
0: maybe I'll come to that, and then I get to you like, gonna come? I mean, maybe I got what I got going on. I'll come out there. I will support you.
1: Nice little double hitter, CMC and me in one night. Sure, pretty great. Yeah, down. So I'll let you know which weekend I go. Okay. So I got that coming up, which is really exciting. I'm already prepping for Halloween. Got my costume ready. I've been bedazzling it. We're just, I'm really, you know, really getting serious about it. You guys know I love Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing in Park City on Halloween, so details to come there as well. And, yeah, just enjoying fall, you know?
0: Dope. Love it. Yeah. Cool. Well, are we done? I think we did it. I enjoyed it.
1: Loved it. Always.
0: Next weekend of BIP is going to be Liddy Kitty in the city, but on, in the beach. On the beach.
1: Love a Liddy Kitty episode.
0: Gotta love it. All right, well we love you guys.
1: Love
0: you guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.